Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Sex Ed Podcast. I'm your host, Jen. And I'm your other host, Kaylee Mosier. This week, we're going to talk to my friend Austin that I've known for a very long time. We used to work at Starbucks together. Now he's a comedian in the Bay Area. So we hope you enjoy this episode. So let's get started. Hi, Austin. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you guys for having me. I'm so happy to be here, you know? Uh, what, cool. an, what an honor for me. What an honor. <laughs> so as I said in the intro, Austin and I have uh, known each other as we were baristas in college, and now we're just friends. Uh, do you want to tell people me a little <laughs> bit about yourself? <laughs> As if we were more than that before. Like those are we the relationship baristas. options, baristas and friends. We were baristas before. Yeah, that was more no, than friends. <laughs> we've always been just friends. I would say this is the maximum relationship level we've hit and will hit. Uh, I would <laughs> say you. we're teetering on best friends. We do teeter for sure. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> anyways do you want to tell everyone maybe a little bit about um what you do if you could also share your pronouns and sexuality that would be awesome for sure uh my name is austin uh my pronouns are he and him and i am tragically straight um <laughs> i think uh and i i am a comedian in the bay area um i've been a stand-up comedian for a while um you know that's kind of it Traveling around, producing shows, doing fun stuff, you know, living the dream every day. So I guess you grew up pretty close to where I grew up in the Bay Area. Uh, my guess then would be that maybe your sex ed was similar, but maybe it was not. Why don't you enlighten us? Um. Well, you didn't go to public school, did you? I, did I mean, you did high for school. high school? Mm -hmm. Okay. And I guess that's where you get most of it. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I did grow up very Christian. Great, like, but I went to public school, so like, I would go to church and get the like, sex is bad and evil. And when mm -hmm. you go to high school, you're gonna see girls walking around with these big old pregnant bellies, and they're evil and blah blah blah. And I would, <laughs> you know, we got told all that in like fourth grade at church. Um, but then I would go to public school, and they'd be like, "Here's how to be safe." Um, I felt like it was very normal, you know. Um, mm -hmm. I never really had a huge issue with it. Um, I kind of knew a lot about it from when I was pretty young, because I did I, one time on a car ride ask my father uh, <laughs> uh, just about sex in general, and he really laid it all out for me. Um, <laughs> Please give us more details. <laughs> I remember being in the back seat of his van and being like, my mom at the time, they were divorced, but my mom was pregnant with my younger brother, and it was my first younger brother, and so I was like, Dad, where do babies come from, knowing that this was like kind of a loaded question? <laughs> Thinking I was gonna get like some kind of like half-hearted answer, you know, like I was a, I was a smart kid, and uh, then he just he gave me I think more information than I could handle um, <laughs> at that time. It, it's kind of like like that H.P. Lovecraft sort of idea that like seeing something that your brain can't comprehend like makes you go insane. Um, <laughs> Wait, what did he say? Uh, I mean, he just I think he got. I don't know if I could do, I can't do verbatim. Again, I was a first grader. So like, I think, but I did go to school that day and tell all of my friends everything that he had told me. 
Um, this seems to be a theme. Yeah. <laughs> for me? No, no, a theme with a lot of our guests. What, to like sharing information? Yeah. Just being like when you're really young and asking your parents, like, where do babies come from? And the parents are like, this is it, I guess. And they just like unload all the information on you. Yeah, that's how we grow. Dude, um, I did that too, but I didn't hear it from my parents. I had this like AM, FM radio thing in my room. And at night awesome. I was just like searching channels and I found this one. It was like after 10 p.m. It was like people would call in with their sex questions Awesome. I was older though. I think I was like in seventh grade and I learned a lot. I mean, I learned about anal and like all these different things. And then I went and shared it with all of my friends at Christian school. Wait, did you not know where babies yeah. came from in seventh grade? No, I, I knew what sex was, but it was just, I learned a lot of, mm. um, the technical jargon, very intense. Yeah. Very intense topics for a seventh grader. Yeah. Like I fully knew what like blowjobs and all that were <laughs> in, like in first grade in first grade. Yeah. Well, I also had older brothers. Uh, so so I guess my, my experience is kind of tainted because I was getting it from all sides. Um, <laughs> and I also do remember I, I played this one game um, when I was young that was called Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Have you guys heard of it? No. no. Okay. Well, I should not have been allowed to play it. Um, <laughs> but Because it, it was like 17 and up, but you played as like this horny squirrel that killed like Nazi squirrels. What? Um, Why do you need to be horny for that? <laughs> I mean, well, the the you like the whole to. bend of the game was that he was like trying to find his hot squirrel girlfriend or something. Oh. Um, but wow. I do truly think that that made me who I am today. <laughs> um, I like kind of sickly want to play it now. That sounds yeah. It does rule. They remade it. Nice. <laughs> you can play it in all of its updated glory. Like he Perfect. drinks beers, he shoots guns. Um, just gonna write that down. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I did tell, I did go to school and tell all my friends about it, and then, ah, you know, like I did the regular youth thing of public school, which was like, you know, the internet was available. I could go look at porn and all that, and that was kind of that. I think that's where, like, I didn't learn most of it there because I did. I think I was very lucky in that the being Christian part of me made me understand that pornography was not a realistic spectrum to yeah. gauge my sexual worth from, I guess. <laughs> um, but then I was also so horny that I was like, well, I gotta look. Like, um, <laughs> so I, uh, I, got out, I got out pretty healthy, I think. Um, yeah, and then in high school, I do, I do feel like I kind of got a pretty good, pretty straight up sex ed that was maybe not super comprehensive. It was easy for me because I'm a boy. So it was very like, I mean, it's very boy centric where it's like, wear a condom. This is the penis and stuff. And I mean, (laughs) we didn't really talk about girl parts of it at all. Oh, I do remember one time in middle school, we had a speaker come in who was talking about how he married this girl who had been a like a she had saved herself for marriage all through high school. And she had a friend who didn't. And her he described her friend as being like this old, worn out, disgusting punk girl who then like <laughs> died from drugs because she had had sex. That, that adds up. And but his wife was like this untainted, pure, beautiful woman. <laughs> and that made me really uncomfortable. Even then I was just like, this feels so weird and wrong. Can you imagine, like, if your job was talking about your wife's vagina? Like, can you imagine that? <laughs> yes. That's kind of what Austin does. <laughs> <laughs> I just need a wife, but I'm already talking about it. Uh, <laughs> I'm already talking about my future wife's vagina. 
Gotcha. <laughs> no, um, it, yeah, it, dude, it was so wild. It was so uncomfortable. I, you know, now looking at it in the scope of things, like through no credit of my own, I have been so lucky. Like even like in middle school when it was very popular to call things gay, like mm-hmm. meaning stupid. Um, <laughs> I, in sixth grade, that was very quickly taken out of my lexicon because I had a friend who was like, you shouldn't say that my uncle is gay, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, well, I never really thought of that. That's a good point. And then like my eighth grade English teacher also like kind of hammered that into us. And so like we would hear other kids be saying it and we would all just, we were all just over it. We were like, yeah, that's actually not funny. Um, Wow. So again, through, through no effort of my own, I have, (laughs) I have gotten very lucky with my exposure to education in that way. That's a lot to that's a lot there to unpack, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's pretty positive, you know. I think one yeah. of the things that you said earlier that caught my attention was that um you said that everything you learned in church about porn is the reason that you knew not to like think of it too realistically or derive your worth from it, which I mm-hmm. just thought was really interesting because I feel like most of the time the like thinking about like church and porn, it's like always just negative. Yeah. Well, I mean, they definitely, so I think they kind of allowed me to meet in the middle of it. And I think by the time that they were talking about porn to me in church, I already had one foot out the door. Like I was kind of (laughs) like, I'm not really vibing with this anymore. Right. Um, Like I was, it was when they started to get into the, like being gay is bad. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, no, um <laughs> hey my friend's uncle is gay okay you can't say that <laughs> yeah yeah but i can because my friend's uncle is gay and he said <laughs> i could uh, um so it, i was already one foot out the door so i was like okay i don't know how much worth this has for me but that was already like i think it's for some reason just flip that switch of like hey this is like watching a movie this ain't real life homie <laughs> like don't look to this for for the lessons that you apply to everything but so I had the like negative view of like, oh, clearly porn is bad. But then the like positive skew of like, well, I am horny and this will <laughs> help alleviate that. So it kind of like let me meet in the middle of like, well, clearly this uh, again is not going to be an indicator of what my sex life will be like, but it's fun now. That's wow. That is so lucky that that just wound up that way because I had the same. I know. I had the same experiences with porn in terms of like don't watch it it's terrible and also watched it because it was horny but then was like <laughs> got very much the opposite out of that like you know that i had mm. to be a certain way in order for people and guys to like me and it like actually really fucked up my sexuality for a long time so damn <laughs> i mean kudos to you i mean it's also i think easier for a dude the only thing for me to compare myself to would be like wow i have a head i'm different like, <laughs> like all i'm looking at is like <laughs> neck down so it's it's just so not the focal point of it yeah. that I'm like, it's like doing drugs and having no consequences, like, um, yeah. kind of I guess I don't know I think I just was like maybe my brain had already been mushed by so much other stuff that it was like impervious to this. Um, Do you think it skewed your view of like women? I mean, because you had, you had your first girlfriend like pretty young, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, in middle school, I had a girl that I dated that I would say was actually my first girlfriend because I lost my virginity to her, and in I was like thirteen. School. Yes, um, which is much too young. Um, a little bit. <laughs> I knew that at, right after it happened. I was like, I am no longer a boy. Uh, 
<laughs> I'm going to walk home and play Sonic Adventure now. <laughs> having had sex. Like, it's a very, it was, yeah, it was not, I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that to people. Um, but then I had, like, my uh, girlfriend I dated for seven years right after that. And that was, you know, largely very, very good. Um, you know, we just, like, grew together and grew apart later because you become completely different people um and so we are very very good friends now um who still like chat and everything it's not like we're like hanging out all the time or anything but um it was a uh, an easier break for us i think because like i said we had just grown so much i mean you're not at 14 who you are at 21 <laughs> God, not, <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you know what some people are and that's true those people wear cookie monster hats and end up in jail <laughs> So, <laughs> I also did grow up largely with my mom uh, being a single mother for most of my childhood. So I never really had a problem thinking of women as being like, I don't know, powerful or important, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I guess through church, I was like able to kind of recognize those biases and stuff that like, I guess we all still sort of have baked into mm-hmm. us from our upbringing and stuff. Um but the people that I met in high school were all very like, like as progressive and forward thinking as you're going to be in high school. Um, so I was <laughs> just being exposed to ideas about equality and like all of that stuff that were more relevant, I guess, um, and easier for me to understand. Yeah, Wait, I'm just like trying to internalize how you went to church and wound up so different from me and Kaylee. <laughs> Like how do you? I think, how do you dude, get empowerment I do, out of church. I don't understand. I think it's. I think it is because I'm a boy, so it's like made for me to feel good. Like it's yeah. it's truly structured to make a man feel powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like was able to go like, okay, well, the little piece, the positive, helpful parts of this will serve me in my life, <laughs> and the bad parts will not. So I'll just leave those behind. There's um, like not that much like responsibility or onus on men. Um, in like a Christian or church like setting, have you ever in an abstinence talk heard of a man who's had a lot of sex be referred to as like used up or gross old or like dirty? Yeah, no, no they're like, oh my God, his balls are empty. <laughs> <laughs> Just shriveled little. There's not even any pee in them. <laughs> <laughs> so much of the burden of that is on women like it's the whole like boys mm-hmm. will be boys um you know and it's it's on it's on women's shoulders to make sure that they don't tempt them or like do yeah. you know anything wrong so yep. i i think that could be part of the reason why yeah and you know i will say also my church while having these awful viewpoints being given to us was also like a very like trendy sort of myspace friendly almost <laughs> um and so i think the people that were going there were like these cool kind of like liberal leaning people because we live in California. So I was in a crowd of kind of like-minded people that were being given a similar message. And so it was easy for Mm -hmm. me to find people that were also like me being like, I don't know if this is right, but like, you know, I like the community part of this. So yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, But again, I think the structure of it lends itself easier to, let like a a boy taking mm-hmm. positivity from it. Mm-hmm. Did you hear anything about like I know in school you were discouraged from using gay, but at church or at home or anything, did you hear anything about queer people or like 
Did you ever question your no, sexuality? Oh, never? No, you know, um, I... Hmm. When I was young, I thought maybe I would I was gay um, just because of like what I liked and stuff. Um, and like my general personality was like very, I think, still sort of like flowy and fun. Um, <laughs> and that was like having older brothers and stuff like sort of non-maliciously put as like being gay, like effeminate traits are gay, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, also when you're raised by just your mom, mostly, what are you going to do? There's you only get so far away from it. Um, and. So I didn't, I don't, I wouldn't say struggled with that, but it was something that I definitely thought about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do joke about now, like especially, or I did a lot for a long time in my standup, joked about like how I thought I was supposed to be gay. Um, <laughs> and I'm just not. Um, <laughs> that's why I see you introduced yourself as tragically straight. <laughs> I mean, I think that that's fair. Um, it's, <laughs> and like, it is something that like has been brought up to me. Like I, re- I was talking to a girl at a bar, a, I mean, a couple years ago, um, <laughs> once, and I remember it felt like we were really hitting it off. And she went, "Oh my god, if you were weren't gay, I would be so into you." And I was like, "What?" Oh, she just <laughs> assumed. That? I've got news for you, yeah. lady. <laughs> yeah, I was like, maybe you can turn me. I don't know. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> But that's not that's not uncommon. Like I have a lot of people just assume that I'm gay, and it's always like, oh no. But like, thank you. I guess that means that I've like showered. <laughs> like, that's hilarious. I mean, what like what were the things that you were into that you felt were effeminate or or whatever? Clothes, doing my hair, <laughs> um, things I'm still very into now. Gotcha. Did you do the whole? Did you like directly just straighten your hair like within an inch of its life? Oh yes. Yep. Oh my god, yes. Austin used to have the emo hair, like the sides swept. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. Justin Bieber uh, hair when I met him. And aside from all of this, but yesterday, the other day, a friend of mine went to my first ever Facebook picture and commented on it, of course, which was a picture <laughs> of me like that. Um, so then all of my comedian friends began to comment on it, as they do, yes. because it would pop up. Um, <laughs> and my friend Tyler said, maybe the funniest joke about it, he said, you look like you're about to chime in with a haven't you people ever heard of. Um <laughs> Which ruled. It was very wow, funny. That was that's amazing. Back to the point. I do think I uh, maybe just a. I only questioned it a little bit, like because mm-hmm. I have always been like pretty enamored with girls. Like I, I would like. I think I was like born kind of horny. Um, <laughs> and so like when I would question that, I was always like, but I like girls so much. Like, <laughs> like. Um, and also, I didn't know bisexuality was a thing. And now, being like an adult, I I don't consider myself bi or anything. But I'm very like, yeah, you know, like I don't know, dudes are hot. There's some that are like, and that's cool, I guess. Like, who knows? <laughs> I love that idea that you were like so horny for girls as a child, but you were like, but I don't know, because I like to do my hair. Like, what does yeah. it mean? <laughs> but isn't that kind of crazy, the idea that we have of masculinity, which is that, like, you cannot care about anything. If you care about it a little bit, if you shower, like, you are gay. Yes. Yeah, it's, I mean, the idea of masculinity really does kind of blow my mind. That's, yeah, I mean, in another interesting way that I think kind of maybe the socialization or, like, what you learned about sex ed um comes in is uh one thing that i was interested in talking to you about which is slut phases oh sure i definitely did that because austin is a wildly um famous and apparently um horny comedian 
<laughs> I don't know about that. Now, like, there's like none of my stand-up that's even a little bit about that. I kept, I keep this pretty under wraps. Like, um, this is all off stage in my personal life material. Yeah, this is the stuff that Austin calls me to talk on the phone about. Yes, but they're just friends, guys. They're just friends. But talk about how horny Austin is all the time. Just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Slut phases, though. Yes. Slut phases. I definitely had a. I guess kind of a short-lived slut phase. I know, Austin, are you comfortable talking about yours? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't think there's anything like sad or bad about it other than like maybe how no. I made myself feel. Um, but I think it was an important part of my life. Um, I think everyone, I do think benefits from having one truly. Like, And I would encourage mm-hmm. anyone that feels like it's the right thing for them to do, to do it. Um because, you know, it's fun and cool. and <laughs> Maybe once there's a vaccine for coronavirus. Yeah. Dude, I mean, oh, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to be a slut right now. So never again. I'm glad I had mine. Um, yeah. How do you, how are you an ethical slut in uh, <laughs> these times? Um, sex is mask on, penetration only. There's no kissing. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I did, you know, and it's uh, it started honestly sort of in – retaliation to a breakup that I maybe not retaliation but like uh I had broken up with like my second girlfriend the one that I dated after my long-term relationship it was a very bad breakup where because I had been friends with my other ex I assumed that I would be able to be friends with this one as well because I was like well I've done it before and we care about each other so we should be friends (laughs) um I was very wrong it was very bad. We were very antagonistic to each other. We ran in the same group of friends, so we were hanging out a lot. And like some days it would be really cool and fun, and other days it would be so bad. Um, <laughs> it was like no between, really. Um, through, and it was because of both of us. We were both being very petty and very lame. Like I had to, <laughs> like I recognize my own um, part in this for sure. I am not. I'm definitely not without fault. Um, but I remember there was one night we were all hanging out at someone's house and she was just like, I don't know, antagonizing me for some reason. And while she was sitting there making fun of me, I just pulled my phone out and was like, I'm gonna make a Tinder and just like really get over this. Um, and I did that. And then, yeah, I mean, she didn't know. I just wasn't like, I wasn't like dangling in her face or anything. Um, but I was like, you know what? I think it is swiping. (laughs) Yeah. Like I was like, I think it's time for me to just, just get out of here like completely like really just go out to sea and see what I find you know um and so then I got super super into it like I don't want to say the game of it but you got like you know like it's fun to talk to people and like it's exciting and the will they won't they sort of push pull of it all um and then I think I got really into it um (laughs) like really into it i was like at one point trying to see how many dates i could go on in one week like um i used to do that in, in college yeah i used to try to like yeah see how much food guys would either send me or like take me on dates and buy i'd be like <laughs> i don't eat today unless someone buys me food tonight that's a good budgeting strategy yeah there was a there was a particularly low moment of this that is i think it very poorly reflective of me it is it's embarrassing to say but in the interest of being honest on your podcast (laughs) about these things um if this again this is not i think a good uh analysis of my character but it is something that i would do for there was like a 
probably a month or two period where I was really, really depressed. I was like hooking up with people regularly and stuff and, you know, just like not being, not being mentally cool to myself. And if I had a bad set, like stand up wise that night, um, when I was driving home, I would like text like, I don't know, five girls that I knew all like the same thing, seeing if they wanted <laughs> to hang out. Um, and then if one of them did not text me back on my drive home before I got to Taco Bell, I would just get Taco Bell and go home and eat it and felt the same thing. So I was like, okay, I have a problem. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. Taco Bell, I think, is like pretty Very sexual, yes. Um, very sexual. No, it, it was, I went through that where I was just like, oh my God, okay, what am I doing, dude? Like, this is lame. <laughs> this is so lame. Um, but that was, and that was not because of anyone else but me. For sure. Um, what do you think? Was it like the the not being mentally nice to yourself? Do you think that had to do with like, I don't know, like what was that just I, kind of like overall life stuff or? Yeah, I think I just, I, I really, uh, I really like uh, outside validation a lot at that moment in my life. I really felt like I needed it. Um, I was like, you know, post breakup, just mm-hmm. for the first time really exploring being sexually promiscuous and whatnot and trying to figure out how that fit into my life really well. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was it. Um, and so then when I would have a bad night with stand-up, I would, you know, kind of spiral. I mean, did you enjoy it? Was there anything enjoyable about it? Oh, yeah. I mean, in the moment, it felt good. It's like doing fucking any drug um, where I was <laughs> like, this is awesome. But then I was like, okay, well, now I'm, I'm not really – I'm getting diminishing returns on this, I guess. Like, I am no longer – and I just kind of felt bad for what I was doing. I, was, I, I wasn't trying to – talk to these people in like a productive way i was just like blasting this out and being like who will respond first like (laughs) um which is terrible um but most of i would say most of my slut phase was not like that at all Uh, most of it was very like ah you know i met this person they're very fun they're very cool i have no interest in dating them but you know whatever if everyone's if everyone's down and it's really cool and fun then who who's being hurt by this you know um and that was most of it was just hanging out, you know, meeting people, enjoying it, feeling cool because of it, because I was like, look at all these people that at least would say yes, I guess. Um, and that was like a cool ego boost. Too, it was truly. like, it was really interesting to watch you kind of go between these two, I guess, phases in your life because like <laughs> extremes. That, well, yeah, because as long as I had known you, you'd been either in a super duper long-term relationship or the relationship for you had for a year after that really long one, you were like just like head over heels in. So like I knew you as like a relationship guy, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and there was not much time in between those relationships either. Um, And then for like when, when you kind of like had a long single spurt and just started um, like very casually dating I don't know. I feel like you were able to transition into that completely different type of relationships really smoothly, um, mm-hmm. which was, I don't know, when I tried to do that, did not go so well. <laughs> That's fair. Again, and I would I would say like part of that is probably because I'm a, I'm a dude, so there's less um, societal hangups on that for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's In fact, if anything, it's very like, oh, this is cool. Like I'm like a fucking... I'm a cool guy now. Like, that um, <laughs> yeah, and I think at first it was me just kind of like doing that role, I uh-huh. guess, being like, oh, yeah, I could do this. And I, I did feel so burned from those relationships. And I think I was also just being more honest with myself because in relationships, I definitely do have a tendency to um, 
talk myself out of them mm. where I'm like always sort of like, uh, I don't know, let's see. Like even when like I was like so into my like second girlfriend, I was always sort of mentally trying to like wrangle with the idea that I was like, well, I know this is going to end and I'm sort of just trying to prove to myself that maybe I I was right at first. Um, I'm, I'm a big, uh, I've been a big, problematic person in my own life of like getting in my own way with things I think um and so when I had this like single time it was like sort of the first time I ever was I didn't have the option to get in my way because there was no time to do anything like that like it was just like oh just like be who you are like you have no hang-ups go do what you want to do now and you know just see what happens um I also the other day realized that like half of the girls that I had slept with at that time were all named Madison. Like, I think like 12. <laughs> wow. You have a type. That's amazing. I know. <laughs> it's so funny, yeah. Like, to the point now where if there was a girl I was talking to and she was like, oh, my name's Madison, I would be like, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, my um, current partner and my last partner had the same name, so I get thank it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Makes it easy. See? Less processing. <laughs> that's true yeah i don't have to learn a new word um, all of a sudden all the all the cards and stuff that i've sent to my family still make sense i have a i have a question since you had like you slept with so many different people would you say the sex was generally good because my experience with sleeping with people casually is that it is not um <laughs> yeah it was always like you know f- at least fine <laughs> so we should all be striving for guys at least fine <laughs> yeah i mean okay to be fair like coming out of two very long relationships where I, I had been having sex consistently for a very long time gave me more of a sexual confidence and like i wasn't i i didn't have a problem being like tell me what you're into and i'll tell you what i like also like mm-hmm. you know let's just this should be good like let's not let's not get hung up on like appearances or anything like just tell me what you're into i'll listen where Um, did you learn to do that i feel like that's not normal (laughs) i wanted to be good at sex that was it (laughs) i truly just wanted to be good at sex and that seemed like the overwhelmingly best advice was to just listen to people i mean like the best advice that i have given since then uh, that i was told once by a girl was when you're going down on a girl you should be just like an inch higher than you think you're supposed to be. Um, <laughs> oh my god, it's so true and amazing. I who was that girl? Thank you. I want. To, I, I'm, yeah, don't don't say thank you. You didn't have that advice. I know. <laughs> I want to thank but that now girl. I'm giving it to everyone. Thank you. No, I am the you're harbinger welcome, welcome. of this. Yeah, I, I would say if I had not been so open and cool, would she have said it? Probably not. Thank you. Thank you. You're right. You're right. Uh, it was all you. I'm sorry. No, but it is. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Um, I do always have to predicate it as like one time a girl told me this. <laughs> Thank God. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's a. Uh, I think the sex was always fine. There was definitely times that I was with someone where I was like, "Yeah, we are just not compatible in this way. Like, this is isn't you know, it's not super fun." And there was also times that I was like, "I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing it just because, I guess." Um, which wow. I was not a fan of, but um, 
yeah, I just had moments like that where I was like, uh, it'd be too awkward to say no now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you feel like societal pressure to like sex no matter what was going on? Mm, yeah, you know, that's probably kind of it. It was more, I just didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Mm. Um, so especially if we had already been like kind of talking and vibing all night and I just like didn't really want to have sex. I didn't want to, you know, like put a weird feeling on the end of a night. But yeah, there was definitely times where I was like, uh, I mean, what else am I going to do? You know, like, sure, why not? Like, maybe it'll be cool. Um, yeah, pretty much every time I felt that way, I was right. I, I shouldn't have and didn't want to. But um, yeah, it was just I didn't want to like, uh, I didn't want to make it tense, I guess. That's kind of an interesting, um, like, there's definitely, I think, um, kind of a a learning, a socialization on boys, particularly through media, that they should just always be horny and always take up every chance to have sex. Oh, my and God, yeah. Everything is like, oh, my God, fucking pimp. You should be fucking every night, player. Hell, yes. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Sometimes I just want to fucking chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just want to play, uh, what was it, Sonic? Universe. Sonic Adventure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's interesting that you'd kind of like, like, men or boys maybe just like pressure themselves into having sex and really think about whether or not they enjoy it yeah i think that that's true um and it's just not something that really comes up um or that maybe you're not so mentally cognizant of because you are told so much like have sex all times it is good Mm -hmm. like so it's it and it's i mean yeah it's not the most prescient issue that i think men are dealing with also so it definitely does not come Mm -hmm. up very often (laughs) Is there anything in your like like sex education in in any facet that you kind of like wish had been different that you would change? Um, you know, I don't know if you were to do it over again. <laughs> hmm. Um. I wish things had been. I don't know. Somehow more specific and more broad. It was so <laughs> male focused that I feel like it doesn't really serve me to necessarily know completely the ins and outs of how my sexual organ works where Mm -hmm. I should also be learning like what it's like to talk to someone and like what being kind and understanding and like you being open about these things and knowing when you you don't have to like be on board with something is more important like because like I said before I felt like I didn't learn anything about Mm -hmm. girls um and or anything like that it was so like this is how you put on a condom and granted like they only have a certain amount of time so it is hard to fit all of these like nuances in and thank god the internet exists that allows people to find that now (laughs) but yeah I, i wish that it had been um i wish there was more like of an education on the like sort of societal ways sex is involved in like interpersonal relationships i guess um I think that would have been cooler. I think I would have, you know, maybe just spent more time being more honest with myself. Do you have uh, Do you have anything you want to share with our listeners? Maybe somewhere for them to follow you or projects to yeah. look into? Yeah, man. Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. That's the best way to keep up with me. It is literally my name. So at uh, Austin Blaylock, which is Austin, like the capital of Texas, and then B-L-A-Y-L-O-C-K. <laughs> Yeah, that follow me on there. That's the best way to keep up with everything that I'm doing right now. You know, stand up is kind of on hold, but mm-hmm. I uh, I produce a show called Super Stacked out in the South Bay. Um, it's very fun. Please come when you can again. Uh, we try to do online live shows every once in a while. Um, so if you follow my page, you'll hear about that. Um, 
yeah, that's it. Thank you for, I mean, li- having me on here. Thank you to the people who listen to this. Uh, I hope you found it interesting. Definitely check out Austin's Twitter. He is really funny. He's a funny guy. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Please follow us at Sex Ed Podcast on Twitter and Instagram or like our Facebook page, which we totally post things to all the time. Should we also tell people to like subscribe to the podcast wherever oh, they yeah. listen to podcasts? Yeah, do that. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Have you guys seen those memes, those like Twitter feeds? I've seen men who are like literally afraid to wipe their own ass because they think it means they're gay. Fellas, you're touching an asshole. Uh, Oh my God. Yeah, no, but it's like, it's not like a joke. It's like, it's like women who are like, my boyfriend will not wipe his ass. Like, what do I do? It's like insane. Dump him. (laughs) And it's like (laughs) me, 24 year old female is worried about confronting my boyfriend, 46-year-old male, about my pizza. (laughs)